are my strength, just you are my strength. Hallelujah. Strength like no other. Strength like no other. Hallelujah. I had to get it out, y'all. I'm sorry. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, let me, uh, y'all know I'm short. I got to load this up. Cool, cool. I'm all good. I'm all good now. Uh, so uh, I just, I just want to, you know, just take this time and just pray for a second. Uh, Father God, I come to you as humbly as I know, how, I know how, Lord God, just asking God that you take Joseph out of the equation, Lord God. You take Joe out of the equation. You take me out of the equation. Uh, I, I know that I have stuff written down, Lord God, but give me what to say right now, Lord God. I know that, that you have, you've been with me, Lord God, but just I don't take this for granted, Lord Jesus, and I just I want to be a vessel for you, Lord God, Lord God. Just use me, God. Use me, Lord God. Use me, Lord God. Let someone leave this place with something, Lord God, that comes straight from you. And these are all the needful blessings we do in the Son of Jesus' name. Amen. So, uh, before I move on, uh, maybe it's just the old Baptist church in me, but first, give an honor to my uh, pastor, to the saints, to the friends, to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, I, have to, I have to acknowledge this. Uh, my, my boy, Nick, right there. My boy, Will. My boy, Josh. My boy, Rick. You know what I'm saying? These are brothers I've met, uh, known since middle school and high school, you know? So I, I just, I gotta, I gotta acknowledge that. I gotta acknowledge that, you know? Uh, I don't take it lightly that they're here. Uh, um, I, I have to acknowledge uh, some some family friends, if you will. You know what I mean? Mama Lynn and her family, uh, Mr. Steve. I got to acknowledge uh, 413 is in the building, John. Like, y'all don't even understand. <laughs> 413 is in the building. I, I, at my old church, the other church I was at, I was the youth advisor, and we had a little youth group called 413. You know, we, uh, we, uh, we, used, to, we used to do some things. Ain't that right, y'all? You know, that's all right. That's all right, you know? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want to acknowledge uh, my wife's family uh, is here. Uh, her parents are here. I just, I just, I want to acknowledge them. God bless you. God bless you. And certainly, last but not least, uh, well, my brother just stepped out. I, I want to acknowledge my brother. But last but not least, I, I definitely have to acknowledge my wife of uh, these past six months. You know what I mean? Uh, I appreciate you. Uh, and I love you. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, now that we've gotten that out of the way, um, uh, we, we, we come today and I, I want to talk to you guys just for a second about living with peace. Is that all right? All right. So, so the text that we read earlier, uh, uh, it, it, Mark chapter 4, uh, verse 37 through 41 um, the only thing that I could say about that text is that it was read in a different version from the King James. And I would, I would, I'm going to be going back and forth through the King James version uh, just to let you all know uh, where I'm coming from and where I'm getting all this from. Uh, so I don't know about you, but you all may have known this story before that Jesus, uh, this whole time in chapter four, the first fourth chapter of Mark, Jesus is speaking. He's talking in parables. He's speaking to a crowd. He's, and then uh, later on in the chapter, he, he starts to break down those parables to the disciples, right? So Jesus is talking. Uh, and throughout this day after, he, he was actually preaching on a boat, right? Uh, they, they, they coined it the Jesus boat, if you will. Uh, but they, they was preaching on a boat. 
And instead of going off the boat and doing something there, Jesus told his disciples, well, let's just go to the other side of the sea, right? Now, they're on the sea, they're on the, Gal- the Sea of Galilee, or, uh, and, and what they're doing right now, this is very important, what they're doing right now is they're about to go to a place, a new destination. They're about to go to a new destination. So he's crossing the sea. He's in the in-between at this point, right? I want you to understand that. I want you to, don't, don't, don't forget that. Don't forget that. He's in the in-between. Uh, and, and so Jesus, when, when they're in the boat and they're, they're in the sea, what, what happens is uh, that Jesus, uh, let, me, let me just explain something about the sea as, as well. The sea, uh, this, this particular lake, if you will, it says in the King James Version of the lake, uh, uh, the Lake of Galilee, the Lake of Gennesaret, the Sea of Galilee, it's the same thing. You know, as, as times moved on, it's the same thing. Uh, these, the, the sea was about 13 miles long uh, at its longest and eight miles wide at its widest. So this isn't something small. This isn't something slight at all. You know, uh, and Jesus... Jesus is traveling on the sea, but one thing he did not do and give the disciples is a reason to why. He didn't say, why I'm going over here. He didn't say, this is important. He just said, let us go to the other side of the sea. And while they were on the sea, a storm arises. Now, one thing that, that interests me when I was reading, I was researching, is that uh, the disciples, a lot of the disciples were experienced fishermen, Right? So when this storm arises, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a little, like, I was, I was kind of thinking about that because this couldn't have been the first storm that they were ever in, right? It couldn't have been the first bad storm that they were ever in at all, you know, but a storm arises, and I, I can just use my, my sanctified imagination. I can just imagine them having a line of buckets just trying to dump the water out, and a storm is arising. They, they did everything they, was, they could do as experienced fishermen, uh, and when the storm arose, it led them to Jesus. But, but, but I want to I make a point as to why they came to Jesus. They didn't just come to Jesus because they were fearful. They came to Jesus because they were like, Jesus isn't doing anything in this situation. <laughs> this brother is asleep. <laughs> we in a condition. I don't know about it. So that's why when they say to him, uh, they say uh, in, the, in the verse, they say, let's read this. They say to him, let us pass over to this. They say, Master, carest thou not that we perish? We, including Jesus. So they, 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 are, they are putting Jesus in this box already. They're putting Jesus in this box. It's important to understand where the disciples' mindset was. They were putting Jesus in this box. They are upset that Jesus isn't helping at all. Right? They're, they're looking at the conditions of the waves and the sea, and they know it. Before. They've, they've been on this. This isn't the first time they've been on this. So they, they understand that this is a condition. This is, this is worse than what they thought about in the first place. This is somewhat worse than what they've been through. They say, if we don't do something now, we're going to perish. Jesus, do you not care about that? So, so I, I can imagine that, that they just thought he was just going to grab another bucket. And, you know, I can imagine that that's what they, they were asking for some help. You know, they, they, they were asking for, for everyone aboard to be helpful because we in this situation. Right. But I want to I want to I want to I want to just give you a couple uh, moments of or a couple points. Right. First of all, let's define peace. 
Because the title of this, this, this sermon is Living with Peace. So let's define peace. And peace is defined in Webster as freedom from disturbance. That, that's what peace is defined as, freedom from disturbance. Uh, and it, I think it's important that we define what peace is. Uh, now, when, when Jesus is rebuking this storm and, and he says, peace be still, I think it's important for us to, to, to look at that verse as well. We read it in, a, in a, I believe, the NIV, uh, and, and we read it, and it said, quiet, exclamation point, be still, right? In the King James versions, it, it says, and he arose, and he rebuked the wind and said unto the sea, peace, capital P, comma, be still. He is talking directly to the peace. So, so what, we've, what we've been doing in our lives is that we've, we've been viewing peace as freedom from disturbance. We've been viewing peace as just tranquility. We've been viewing peace as just one thing. We've been putting peace in a box, if you will. But Jesus talks directly to peace in this moment. He doesn't say waves stop rolling. He doesn't say wind calm down. He says peace, capital P, be still. I'm going to let that marinate in your soul right quick. I'm going to let that marinate in your soul. He says, says peace, be still. Uh, and, 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 and when I was coming across this message, I understood God was giving me something. He, he was saying that there's a difference between that peace that we think about, that, that freedom from disturbance and divine peace. I said, I'll say it again. There's a difference between the peace that we think about, that freedom from disturbance and divine peace. Right? Uh, and I, I know, I know some of you, you may like uh, examples and, 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 and evidence or what have you. you know? Well, let's go back to, to, to Genesis. Let's go back when God uh, created the world. Let's go back. Let's go back just a little bit. Let's go back further. Uh, when God uh, 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 saw that, that there was a, a certain city uh, named Sodom and Gomorrah in, in turmoil and these people were just reckless, the one thing that he could do to orchestrate his peace was destroy the city. When God saw that the world itself was in turmoil, the one thing that he could do was to send a great flood to orchestrate his peace. This, 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 God, God is a God of all God. God is a God of all. So he could have done anything. He, the most peaceful action God had at those moments was to destroy what was chaotic. But, but when you, the way that he did it, in a way, makes it feel as though that this divine peace has nothing to do with this freedom from disturbance. As a matter of fact, divine peace means encountering a disturbance. So I told you that, that they were crossing the Sea of Galilee, right? They were, they were caught, and I told you it's, it's, it's 18, what was it, 18 miles long uh, uh, and, and, and eight miles wide. So this is a hard, huge sea. They're crossing the Sea of Galilee, and in the middle of this sea, in the middle, in the in-between, I ain't going to go there just yet, Pastor. You know, in the in-between, in the middle of this sea, they, they encountered a storm. They, the wind just started to rage. It was, it, was, it was a bad situation. It was a bad situation. But Jesus tells the peace of that storm, be still. Jesus says, look, I, 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 whew, my Lord. Uh, Jesus says to the peace of that storm, just be still. I need you to be quiet. I need you to, 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 to be still. He says, peace, just stop right quick. 
and, and, and I started to look at, at the disciples yet again because, you know, we've we, we, we seen this verse a lot of times growing up. Uh, and they were telling me when I was growing up that, you know, Jesus is only speaking about, you know, faith. And he's talking about, you know, the disciples could have uh, calmed the sea by themselves. Uh, and I'm like, yeah, that's the truth. He was, he was speaking about faith. He, he was speaking about, you know, the fact that the disciples could have said something. He was speaking about that. Yes, that is the truth, right? But the disciples, when I was reading this, they still don't understand. You know, this is, this is the account of people who didn't understand, right? Uh, and when I was reading this, he, he said, why are you so fearful? And he started to rebuke the, 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 rebuke the disciples, right? Uh, and I was wondering why, why, what, what, why would they... I don't understand because the words that Jesus says uh, to them is let us uh, pass over to the other side. He didn't say let us get on the boat and maybe we'll make it. You know, <laughs> he said let us pass over to the other side. Right. So Jesus is giving them a promise. Jesus is giving them a promise. We're going to pass over to the other side. <laughs> He's giving them a promise. But yet and still, they are so shaky. They're only uh, wondering about um, uh, or, or fu- fixated on uh, their own situation. Like, like, there's another instance in the Bible when, when, when Peter is told to walk out on the water with Jesus, right? And, and, and he, 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 he looks and takes his eye off of Jesus. Even in that situation, you know, he looked in it and he saw that the waves were kind of roaring. He saw that the wind was kind of roaring and he was like, oh man, this is, this is a chaotic situation. But Jesus had already told him, walk out. You know what I mean? Jesus had already told him about the peace. Jesus had already told them about the peace. He'd already told them to walk out. And it's, this, is, this is what happens. We get so confused and we, we fixate on what our situation or what our minds think peace is. And when we start to see things that are, don't align with what peace is in our mind, then we start to be like, okay, well, maybe we're not supposed to do this. And you start to get off the path that God wants you on in the first place. This is, this is, this is uh, quite as it's kept. This is one of my favorite uh, ver- passages in the Bible. Uh, I've, I remember this. I remember being taught this very early as a child. I remember being taught uh, about these moments, about these, these stories that just, just, this was one of those stories that just came back to me and just came back. And I just, I'm understanding it differently and differently and differently even, even more now. And I praise God for this. Uh, um, now, one thing, like I said before, divine peace is much different from the peace that we have encountered. Divine peace, as, it, as in the Bible, when, they, when there was a great storm of wind and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. Uh, and he says he was in the uh, hider part of the ship, asleep on a pillow. And they awake him. Now, as I said, these are experienced fishermen. They didn't try everything they could, and they woke up Jesus, right? Because that encounter with divine peace will send you to Jesus. I'm going to say that again. That encounter with divine peace will send you to Jesus. I, I, some, sometimes our minds, I, I, I'll speak on me. I, I can only speak on me. I can only speak on me, so I'll speak on me. This year was one of the best years of my life, right? I got married six months ago. I, I uh, God bless you, God bless you. We should clap for that. God bless you, God bless you. <laughs> uh, 
I got married six months ago. I, I've, I've been, uh, I've been uh, in this uh, job for about a year now. Uh, and and I've, I'm, God bless you again. God bless you. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and, and I, I, I feel blessed. I truly do. But at the same time, this was one of the years that I, I struggled the worst with my depression. This is, this is the year that I, I, I probably struggled the worst with what's going to go on next. You know, uh, e- even though I had, I had gone through homelessness, I had gone through, you know, everything else. I, I had gone through, like, hunger and homelessness. I had gone through those things. But, but mentally, I thought I was out, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm good. It's 2019. I'm about to get married. You know what I'm saying? It's, I'm good, you know. So when, when, when my mind just started to keep on just, this is how I actually came about the message. You know, I, I realized that I'm giving this, this message about a year for me being at peace, and I realized that double entendre, a year at peace. But have I really been at peace, right? <laughs> right? So, so, so I, I came across this message, and I was just thinking that, that, that maybe I'm encountering this, this disturbance in my mind because that's God's divine peace wanting me to, wanting to draw me closer to him. Because I couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand it. Everything else in my life just seemed to be fine and dandy. And I was just fixating on peace as the definition of, of, of what is that definition? Freedom from disturbance. And I was like, well, well, but then I thought about even that definition. I'm in the world that we live, we live in, when will we ever be free from a disturbance? So how does, how does that the definition of peace actually hold weight for us? Divine peace is much different than that definition of peace. Divine peace will, will help you understand that you, you have the peace. God has given you peace already. <laughs> That's why Jesus rebukes the, 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 the disciples in this verse. He says, he says why, why are you so fearful? Is it, is it, how is it that you have no faith? We've already talked. Jesus, as I said, before Jesus even told them to go on the other side of the boat, he was having a private conversation with the disciples, teaching them again about what he had already taught to multitudes, right? So, so he was, he was I, I'm thinking, but as we see, as we see that the, the disciples don't understand truly who Jesus is. But this is the moment that, 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 that like, I was really giving them a glimpse of what Jesus is capable of, that he is fully man and fully God. This is that moment. This is, this is one of those moments where, where Jesus is saying, look, we just talked about this. What, what you want from me? Like, <laughs> I already told you, you know what I mean, that, that, that I've equipped you with, with this peace. Even when I've equipped you with this peace, speak to it, recognize it. God has given us discernment as well. So we are supposed to discern what is divine peace and what is truly chaos. Trust and believe there is a difference. Trust and believe there is a difference. Listen, look, look, look at what happened in this divine peace. There is a storm that could have took them out. That could have took them out immediately as soon as the storm rose. They over there trying to get the water out of the boat. And there's a storm that still trying, could take them out. They're not even realizing that because this is a divine peace, it's not just chaos. Chaos would have knocked them over. Divine peace let them stay. Let them, let them make decisions. Divine peace let them make decisions until they made the right decision to wake up Jesus. That's divine peace. You got to know, you got you to use the discernment. You got you to discern what is divine peace and chaos.
We're trying to see the whole picture, y'all. We're just trying to see the whole picture. What, what, what truly is divine peace? What, what, have we, what have we been doing wrong? What, have we, what are we missing, Jesus? What are we missing? How do, how do we discern it? How do we, how do we tell the difference, Jesus? Right? When Jesus is, 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 is rebuking the disciples, once again, he, he, he's talking about his promises. He's talking about, you know, uh, the promises of, of, of God himself. Uh, and and he, he's talking about, and we're, we're talking about them crossing the sea. Because mind you, when they get off the boat, Jesus is about to encounter some things. The first thing that happens when he gets off the boat is he casts out demons. Come on now. He's trying to get you prepared. You know, they were in the in-between. Jesus is going to somewhere that he's never been before. And, he, and he, the first thing he did was cast out demons. He's, pre- he's preparing you. There's a preparation stage. This is what this is about. Think about where we are. Th- this week we're, that we're coming into, we're about to go into a new month, a new year, and a new decade. We're in the in-between. We're, we're in the in-between. We're, there's something, there's something that, that, that may come through to us in this in-between. We have to discern if it's divine peace or if it's chaos so we can get the... Ma- come on now. Come on now. It, there, there, there's, a, there's a reason that God gave me this. We're in that in-between right now. We're, we're, we're very close. We're, 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 we're uh, symbolically kind of exactly where Jesus was. Right? So I, I wonder what, what situation in your life is, is causing you to run to Jesus. Think about that situation in your life that's causing you to run to Jesus. More than likely, that's the divine peace of God trying to... And you, it, think about that situation in your life that's causing you to run to Jesus. Think about that situation in your life that's causing you to pray over and over and over and over and over again. Because you, you can't even breathe. You can't even think without praying about this situation. And, you don't, you, you, and to be honest with yourself, if you, if you were honest with yourself, you don't even truly know what's happening. But you like, Jesus, I'm going to talk to you. You said you never leave nor forsake me. You know what I mean? So I'm going to talk to you. I'm going to pray about it. And I don't know what's going to happen. You know what I mean? But I'm going to pray about it. Think about that situation. Think about that situation. Did you do anything? Put yourself in that situation. Let's go back to Genesis again. Let's go back to, 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 to the story of Joseph, a story that, that, that touches dear to me. Uh, 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 when, when, when Joseph was, was, was born, I can guarantee you he didn't ask for his father to buy him a coat of many, many colors. He didn't ask to be the favorite. He didn't ask. He probably didn't even ask for, for the 11 brothers and sisters. I mean, for the 11 brothers. You know what I mean? He didn't ask for the big family. He was just born into it. So when his family did him wrong, when his family cast him out, when his family lied to his father, when his family t- told him that, that nothing was, uh, that pretty much that he was nothing, you know what I mean? What did he do? All he did was live his life and have his dreams. And God made sure that his dreams would be heard. That was divine peace. It was a chaotic situation to Joseph, yes. Yes, trust and believe. It's a chaotic situation there, Joseph. But it was divine peace acting because Joseph ends up the second in charge of Egypt. And then his family comes up. He even could have told his family, look, y'all going to go hungry. Sorry. You know what I'm saying? Payback. <laughs> y'all going to go hungry. <laughs> he could have told them that. You know? He could have told them that. But the divine peace of God wouldn't allow it. Because when you go through that divine peace, you start, to, you start to mature in God. You start to mature not just in God but in God's peace. There's a difference in that. You start to mature in God's peace. So things that used to bother you about the things that used to irk you don't even irk you anymore. You start to mature in, in God's peace. So that, that situation that, 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 that you used to cry about, you feel uplifted by. You, you start to mature in God's peace. 
God is putting you through a situation because he wants you to mature. He wants you to run back to him. Discern whether it is God's peace, divine peace, or whether it is just chaos. Discern. We talk about, and I'm not going to stay here long you know, before y'all, but we, 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 we've talked about what that divine peace may look like. We, we've talked about, you know, how, how God has, like, orchestrated his divine peace throughout the Bible. How God has, like, placed it in our hearts. That divine peace is in our hearts. That's why we can discern. You can't discern from something if you've never encountered it or you don't have it yourself. That's why we can discern it's placed into our hearts. That, fine, that divine peace is right there. That's, that's why uh, uh, in a relationship, I can only speak on mine, you know, but uh, uh, Lo and I will be celebrating six years of a relationship uh, in January, uh, and, and we, we, we've, we've gone through. And there's some things that, you know, I, I can tell you right now that, that when we got together, things I used to do that irked her, you know what I mean? It's things she used to do to irk me, you know what I mean? But, but being comfortable and, and growing in that and, and just knowing who we are, we don't bother us anymore because we know our intent. You know what I mean? We know our heart. We know what's in the heart. I got love for her. She got love for me. I understand that in our hearts. You know what I'm saying? So when you, when you understand what divine peace is, uh, watch me, uh, uh, when you understand what divine peace is, you no longer have to worry about the chaos that is going on. You no longer have to worry about that. Why? Because God is going to switch your heart. It's going to say, look, 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 this ain't going to be that much of a problem. There's another problem that you need to worry about now. Because divine peace also will bring you a situation. Divine peace will hurt you and bring you a situation that, 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 that no one else will feel the same way about. When I was 15, 16, 17 years old, you know, 16, by 16 I was homeless, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, but when I, was, when I was 16, 17, uh, 18 years old, I remember uh, 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 working my first gig at the Music and Arts uh, down in Rivertown and, and, and having no bread to, because they didn't pay me, uh, but <laughs> having no bread to, to actually get food. You know, I remember God sending me uh, uh, true friends who, you know, once again, are still around to this day, you know what I mean, who would overdraft their account each day, you know what I mean? They could get, God has sent... Divine peace, I say all that to say, now, nowadays, child hunger irks me. It makes no sense. No child should be hungry. Child homelessness hung, irks me. It makes no sense. No child should go without a home. That's just plain and simple, right? But I don't think I would have been like this if I hadn't gone through what I'd gone through. God sent me a, 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 time, a trial period of his divine peace, a storm, if you will, that I had to just maneuver through. And I was like, okay, God, I'm going to just pray my way out of this, God. I'm going to just take a step by step. Matter of fact, we're we talking about a boat, so I'm going to just row it one, one step at a time. One step at a time. Yeah. One step at a time, God. This, this, is a, this is a test, not just a test, but it's, this, this is a moment that I have to go through in order to mature in peace, in order to mature in you, in order to, 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 to be a warrior for peace for you. And never, God, I will never, ever let a child go hungry on my watch. God has given you this situation so it, can, it, it was supposed to affect you. You were supposed to be hurt by it. 
ain't even supposed to break you. This happened for a purpose. When, 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 when Peace Fellowship as a church, when we heard about uh, little Makai and her tragedy, when she, when she was gunned down, Peace Fellowship, it didn't sit right with us. When, when, when the, 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 the triple homicide this year happened, it didn't sit right with us. And so this whole year, the Peace Walk started. You know, the, the, the peace walk started. We were out there uh, every other Friday. And not even just the, 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 the people that were out there, but there were people inside as well trying to band together and let's say, what we got to do to make our, 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 our community peaceful? What do we have to do to, to, to stop the violence in our community? What do we have to do? But it affected us that much. It was supposed to affect us that much. Praise God that, as we saw, there's over 400 uh, uh, partners with us. You know, there's churches that have, that have, that have partnered up. There's uh, 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 government uh, organizations that have partnered up. Praise God. But someone needed to start it. Someone had to get affected by it. Those shootings didn't happen. Uh, uh, those shootings happened around the corner and, and by us in our vicinity for a reason. It's supposed to connect us. What's that moment? What is your thing? Think about it. When you go home and you, you start to think about 2020, think about that thing that God has given you that irks you, that, 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 that thing that you're supposed to be a warrior of peace for. Think about that thing. You're a warrior of peace. God has given you that. God has given you that. And, don't, and when, when, as, I, as, I, as I'm about to come to a close and I call the, the praise team up, uh, uh, don't forget through all this, that God is also giving you a promise. Just as, as he told the disciples, let us cross to the other side. We're in the in-between right now, and we're about to cross to the other side. We may not know what God has in store for us. We may not know what's going on, but God has made a promise to us. And his promise still stands. We're still getting over there. His promise still stands. It, it, the word has never fell in short. Understand that. His promise still stands. He even said he'll never leave you for, nor forsake you. His promise still stands. His promise still stands. Remember the promise of God. Remember, remember, remember it. Remember that. When you're thinking about that, 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 that walk of peace, that, when, that, 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 that fight that you're going to fight for, 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 for peace. When you're thinking about that, that thing that God has put in your heart. You know, when you're thinking about that, that situation. When you think about that situation, also think about this, the word see in the Bible, the word see in the Bible. When, you, when we refer to a see in the Bible, we're almost always talking about Gentiles. We're almost always talking about the people that Jesus shouldn't be talking to. <laughs> but when he crosses this sea, that's where he goes to, to the people he shouldn't be talking to. Divine peace will cause you, that and also that interaction will cause you to do things you never thought you would be doing. You'll go to places that you thought aren't for you. But you were supposed to go there. You'll fight a fight that you thought maybe not be for you. But you're supposed to fight it. Stay steadfast in his promise. Stay steadfast in what he does for you. Stay steadfast in Jesus. Remember, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. And remember the promise as he said to the disciples, let us go over unto the other side. Amen.